Warlord Tarjak Rusk, Siege of Boyerton, 15th of Pargan, Cycle 1000, Post-Sundering. Tarjak pushed the slave girl to the side and snarled, Food, drink, now! As the young woman crawled away, Tarjak smiled. She was a soft southern thing, one of their nobles that his men had captured, or so she had said. He, of course, had claimed her and it had not taken long to break her to his will. It had given him a unique feeling of power to take a proud and arrogant woman and make her into an abject slave. It was something he rather enjoyed. Tarjak, a soft voice spoke nearby. Hard at work, I see. Tarjak whipped to his feet with the speed and grace which had made him his clan's chieftain. His sword in hand, he confronted the shadowy figure who stood at the end of his fur bedrolls. His blade lowered, though, as he recognized the hooded figure who clutched at a staff. Oh, Tarjak grunted. It's you, my lord. It grated on him to say the last, but he knew better than to deny the wizard his due. Tarjak knew well that he owed much of his own position and power to the other man. Xavian gave Tarjak a smile. If you are busy, I could always come back. The softness of his voice didn't fool Tarjak. It was as much a rebuke as if he had slapped Tarjak in the face. Tarjak knelt. My apologies. I am fully at your command, my lord. He felt sweat break out on his forehead, and his back tingled in anticipation of pain. Xavian's favorite tools were fear and pain, Tarjak knew. It was part of why he was so effective at gaining the loyalty of his fellow Semat Armin. Those were some of the only techniques they respected. Good. Xavian's dark eyes went to the slave girl. I don't mind that you find ways to pass the time here in the South, but the time has come to end this siege, before it costs you too much. What? Tarjak asked. But we've taken so much loot, so many slaves, and many stockpiles of food. Why withdraw now? Even as he said it, he realized his mistake. Green energy lanced out, and Tarjak dropped to the ground, his teeth clenched on a scream. As an Armin warrior, he knew pain, both how to give it and how to take it. As the chieftain of his clan, he knew that his survival required he not show any sign of weakness, and shrieking like a girl as the green energy seared his flesh was not something that would make him appear strong. Tarjak. Xavian shook his head and ceased his torment. My main complaint about your people is that you don't have any tact. I fear I will have to break you to get you to show courtesy and then you would be of no more use than the girl there. Xavian chuckled a bit. Though I'll admit, I'd find you more attractive than her. At least you've some muscle on you. Tarjak tasted blood from where his teeth had torn the inside of his lips. He also smelled singed hair, and had little doubt that his skin would show the effects of Xavian's attack, in broad scorches and pain that would last for weeks. He rose to his knees again, though, and waited silently, either for more punishment or for his master to speak. To do otherwise would just bring worse. However, since you clearly didn't understand me, 
and no doubt you'll have to argue down your tribesmen. I'll tell you why. Xavian leaned on his staff, and Tarjak could see that the wizard actually looked tired. Which means something wore him down, Tarjak realized with shock. Over the years that he had known Xavian, Tarjak had seen at least a dozen shamans challenge the wizard only to die, often in painful or embarrassing fashions. None of them, to include the most powerful shamans of the Semat, had been able to give him pause. If something had worn him, tired him, it must be a terrible foe indeed. Tarjak wasn't quite certain whether to hope the foe had defeated his master or been defeated. While my fate is tied to his, I hate him enough to hope for his death, he thought, and I would go to the spirits a happy man to know he had been brought low.